We're the legends of the stoop. We're here to advocate, stoop. educate, and inspire society. Stoop. Coming at you live from the south side. Welcome back to Legends of the Stoop. I am your host, Mike Pernice. Today's edition is a little special here. I've got my neighbor, my boy, my brother, Mike DiCibato, joining me from Belly, Belly Capelli Academy. He's in cosmetology school right now. Um, I need a fresh skis, so he's going to be hooking me up today. Um, during this, we're basically just going to be chopping it up, just like we always do. Um, talking a little bit about his journey through cosmetology school, um, through the pandemic, the challenges that's um, been presented to him and his ability to adapt and overcome them, um, and then just looking forward to the future. Um, so today, just like I said, just going to begin a haircut, chopping it up. So uh, let's get to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to run this like a normal cut, you know, we'll take you through all the steps and uh, yeah, just BS a little along the way. Yeah, so what I was thinking was, so you said like I have the drop fade yeah. kind of going on. So I've been like basically doing, it's like coming from like here. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I want like a little bit of this like side showing. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. like, I'm not, I mean, it's not going to be. It's going to take you, the two, the two will take you up. It'll be like what you have, the length you have at your side burner. Right okay. Here is the length you'll have at the top. Okay. Perfect. So, yeah. Cause I want it like, you know, it'll I, look clean. Yeah. You like, you know, how I like the clean, that tight look on the side. Yeah, for sure. It'll make it top up longer too. And then the top, we'll get to the top after you finish like the side and the back. Yep. I'll fuck with it. But the premise, like, what I'm trying to do since, you know, I'm starting my student teaching mm -hmm. is, like, on days that I don't know, like, I haven't asked them about the pony. I'm sure it won't be a huge deal. Yeah. But, like, when I want my hair to go down, I want it to... You need to be able to have a professional yes. when you need to. Right. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, we'll adjust and uh, go from the top, like, afterwards. Yeah. So, I just want to let you know now... Like, whenever you take, and a lot of people have issues with this, mm -hmm. and they don't really understand it when they come in, but whenever you want that long, you know, you have a long, you have a long top, right? Yeah. So they'll come in and they want this like super tight fade on the sides, but then, you know, on the top, they want to keep it long, but they also want it blended. And that's just not possible. Right. Like, if you want it long, you're going to have to keep length in the fade. Right. Because you're not going to be able to blend this, you know, this long top right. into a two. It's just, it's just not possible. Okay. So like you're going to have to, it's, it's, it's up to you, honestly, like, like, I don't know, we can style, we could try in different ways to style it with the undercut. Okay. But ultimately that's what it's going to be is an undercut. Okay. Um, unless you want to take length off the top. Okay. So, I mean, we can, we can work with, with, we can work with the length on the top if you want to keep it. Yeah. Like, kind of long. Like, here, I'll, let me take this out of the, out of the pony real quick. And okay. Then we'll see. So, like, all right. I know a lot of guys, you know, they like the, like that pompadour look where 
you're going to blow dry it and you're going to kind of like, it's going to have a lot of volume in the top, right? Yeah. And then it'll, it'll blend in here, but the length will be still up here. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, that's a possibility, but obviously that will get rid of your ability to wear it in a man bun, okay. like how you had it before. So those are those are your options, I guess, for a longer top yeah. with a fade. Because um, what, what as about, far as I'm concerned. But. So like I've been trying to find a way to like I guess style it where I can still keep the man bun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I want to be able to I guess like pull it like slick it back. Mm -hmm. You know, and I want the the reason I like having that close size because I want it defined. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I want it sure. like a slick back defined look, and so, then add a little bit of the volume into it with like you know some mousse yeah. or something. Yeah. So another thing that we can do is again, it's it's tough to say because if you if you want that slick back look, right? Yeah. And I'm and I'll fade it you know, so that when you slick it back, it's mm -hmm. not hanging over in the back. Okay. I could do that, but I can't promise that there's going to be enough length to keep a man bun. Okay. That's, again, like, that, that's, that's tough. It's, it's tough to say. I right. can't, I can't predict with, with how low you, it's going to take the fade. Yeah. I can't predict. I, it would be tough for me to say that you'll be able to keep a man bun. Okay. I mean, that's fine. I, I just don't, you know, again, like for everybody, this is the most important part of the cut, the consultation beforehand, because you want to be on the same page as your client. Right. You can't, uh, like, that's, that's how it is. Also, you're building trust, you're building a relationship with them just by, you know, listening to them and what they want, but also showing a little bit of your expertise and saying you don't want to lie to them and you know they want something that's not possible right yeah you got to define the limitations with the haircut and especially with the amount of hair that they have present too yeah yeah and yeah. i know you like to keep a lot on the top just like that's just kind of for you yeah. you know but it's you know ultimately it's up to you um i just don't want to give you something that you're not gonna, you know, you don't want. Cause right. it's, you gotta find that perfect balance. Right. You gotta find the balance between what the client really, really wants and what's possible. Okay. So, Pause. what are we thinking after we talk? Yeah. All right. So yeah, after, after talking with you, I think, uh, let's go with that, what you were just saying, like, with the slick back like you might not be able to put it in the man bun i mean that's okay oh. because like you know it's going to grow anyways back yeah so as long like i don't have to be able to necessarily put it in as long as it looks good like slick back yeah you know with a little bit of volume with it yeah you know like i said it's more about being professional right now than obviously exactly. what i want exactly so um yeah let's rock with that all right let's see where it gets us for sure yeah, so um, again, we can talk about the style more later, um, but just so, so like the volume aspect of the cut mm -hmm. is going to come from 
a blow dry. Okay. Um, so, like, I mean, I can show you when we style at the end. Okay. We're just going to have to, you know, you're going to have to put in a little bit of work in the morning. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really not tough, but that's just something that's going to end up. That's, that's, that's how you're going to get the voluminous look. Okay. So, you're okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm perfect with that. All right, cool. I'm going to put up this top first. So we're going to do the side and the back, like the fade first? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah so generally, you're going to want to start with start with the fade just because um, that's what you're bringing your hair into. Mm -hmm. So if you start with the top, then you're bringing your hair into something that's not going to be there anymore. Right. So it's kind of a waste. So yeah, most of the time we start with the... Start most of the time, I would say almost all the time, you're going to start with the back and sides. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to get started and uh, let's get the ball rolling, whatever you, whatever your topics for discussion. Okay. Yeah. Like. All right. So let's start with the first one. Well, I want to give a little bit of a background on you first. Mm -hmm. um, so Mike graduated from W&J. He played soccer there all four years. Um, graduated with a biology degree, right? Or was it chemistry? Uh, chemistry. Chemistry degree. Yeah. Worked at PPG for what? About nine months. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I would say. Let's see. I started the end of July, twenty. End of July. It's like twenty nineteen, right? And then got laid off in the end of april 2020 just because of covid right and uh kind of was looking for something to do um and like my since it's family business you know Pel bella capelli so i've been cutting hair for i mean i cut hair through college just kind of something just to mess around with the boys and on the soccer team yeah and I mean, I mean, you cut my, you cut my hair before. Yeah, I cut, I cut your hair before, but like you know, it's it's the college cuts. You're not right. getting anything special. I'm not gonna lie and say I was any good. Yeah. But like, it was something that I enjoy just because of the conversation, like that like barbershop type of type of atmosphere, you know? Right. So that was uh, that's kind of what I. It's just thinking like, hey, something to kind of kill the time, might as well. Right. No, you still laid off from PVG? Yeah, it was indefinite. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even get like a like set kind of you're laid off type of thing. Yeah. I just got like a call and that was it. No papers, nothing. So... No email, nothing that like in writing said, hey man, you're done here. <laughs> but it was a blessing in disguise, I always say, because I was going to quit anyway. Yeah. And uh, then I got to rack some unemployment. So So then what, what was like the moment that you decided, okay, like I'm just chilling to him right now. You know, like, were you applying for other jobs with your chem degree and just, like, was not really finding stuff you were interested in? Or was just, like, the next step was, like, all right, I either go and get a master's or I go and do something else? Yeah, so it was 
because of coded, like I knew just like how how labs were working. You know, people were laying off. They weren't hiring. Ninety percent of bit of like these businesses were in hiring freezes. Right. Right. So there's no way that I would have been able to find a job in a lab if whenever I got laid off. Right. And they were, you know, like I said, it was the end of April. And what ended up happening was like I was just like doing some work up at Del Kelly just like doing some maintenance work and they were telling me that they had a, a class starting on literally the Monday after I got laid off <laughs> okay. and they were just like if you're not doing anything just just go for it and uh it's like yeah what the heck so that's kind of what led me there right um really no no roadmap of where I was going with it, but just again something I figured I'll pass the time. So and how I, far? So how far along are you in the program? And it's what nine nine months total, right? Yeah. So a lot of people don't really know, but it's um, it's an hour. So cosmetology, barbering, esthetician, nail tech, all that stuff. It's their hour-based programs. Okay. So for cosmetology, you need in the state, and that's a, and that's a thing is that it's different in every state. Right. Pennsylvania, you need twelve hundred fifty hours. Now, um, is that generally a lot? Like, is that more than most? That is that's average. That is more than most. It's not the most. I want to say the most is fifteen hundred. I could be wrong, but my guess. But some states go as low as a thousand. Oh. Okay. So I'm pretty sure Florida. Uh, I don't know, maybe Florida is one of those, I could be wrong, but there's there are states where it goes down to low as a thousand hours, and, you know, every, uh, and each of those um, fields, like cosmetology, barbering, mm -hmm. esthetician, nail tech, they're all different hours. Right. So, cosmetology is getting the longest because you kind of get a taste of everything. Okay. Um, whereas with barbering, you're only getting, like, you're getting very heavy, like, clipper technical skills. Okay. And that's mainly that curriculum. Shaving, I think it's, like, a thousand hours of cutting and 250 of shaving is, like, what the... Or sorry, yeah, I don't, I don't honestly, I don't forget that. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's whatever. And barbering yeah. is so is such a different uh, animal. Yeah, than cosmetology. So cosmetology yeah, is a lot longer. I think barbering might be eight hundred hours. Okay, so with so you're in the cosmetology program, not yeah. the barbering. So Correct. what does that all entail? So you're learning how to shave, cut hair, and what else? Yeah. So in terms of like cutting like what I'm doing today yeah the difference between a barber and a cosmetologist is the fact that barbers can use a straight razor okay cosmetologists are not licensed to use a straight razor all right um and I mean the thing is is that I can I can still go to 
I could go to barbering school after cosmetology school. Yeah. And I won't have to go the full time because I have a ton of hours. Like okay, so they like kind of kind of over. Yeah. A, okay. a lot of the things transfer, especially with cosmetology, because like I said, it's more of a well round. It's an overall type of field right. where you're getting every aspect of the beauty industry, okay. cosmetology. Like I'm, I've learned, um, you know, not only hair cutting but also color, nails, waxing. So that covers a very wide range of things. Right. So it's basically like it's trained. So from what my understanding is, is that cosmetology sounds like it's like the one stop shop yeah. where barbering is more like you're limited in what you can do. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, like the thing with, I don't know, I personally, I think like, and obviously I'm biased because I'm in cosmetology school now. Right. But like we're not getting the we're not getting the clipper cut, you know, knowledge that barbering schools are getting. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm I'm doing that a lot more on my own necessarily than learning it in school. Okay. Um and that's that's just something that is probably gonna be found all all across the board with cosmetology schools because it's girls girls that are going there they want to a lot of them want to do the color right a lot of them want to do well that's where you make them the majority of your money exactly exactly so they're going to cater at the school to what the majority wants so we're not getting we're not getting a lot of men's cut classes right so i'm getting a lot of that on my own which is fine i don't mind that i mean like i know you guys have like the clinic but I'm assuming that's closed due to COVID. Correct. So how have you been finding like private clients as of right now? Just like through word of mouth and like on like Instagram or Yeah, so I mean, luckily I got a solid friend group in Pittsburgh and you know they're they're on board hundred percent with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So they all let me, you know, just get practice on them, which I'm obviously so grateful for because without them, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't nearly be as, as comfortable as I am just because like I said, we're not getting those repetitions right. in cosmetology school. So yeah, it's like one thing to cut the dummy's hair versus like an actual person's yeah, hair. Exactly. And like a big thing is that with the mannequin hair, that hair isn't growing back. So right. we only have a certain amount of mannequins. You can't be doing a men's cut every day. Right. You, you know, you're running, you, that's, that's a waste of the mannequin. Right. You know? So, I mean, and there's not many guys in the school that I can practice on. Yeah. So. No, what, what is the mannequin? Um, like how many of those do you get? Like what's your, so I know you get like a, like a starter kit. Yeah. Right, when you sign up and you get to go. So, like, what's included in your, like, in your kit? Yeah, so, um, we get, uh, basically all the, uh, all the basic necessities that you would need. Mm-hmm. Um, all the, you know, the clippers, the combs, the, the, uh, shears, um, anything, anything you would need 
start out base level. You could, you know, you could go through all cosmetology school yeah. with with what you start with okay. in the starter kit. Um, and that's, I mean, that's what we want. Like, we don't want to have to send kids to school and then have to go out and buy all this other shit because they can't, they can't do a good job with what we give them. Right. So, I mean, I personally, I mean, that's like something that I am there for is just to show that, show all the other students that I don't, you don't need all this fancy shit because ultimately at the end of the day, like I'm doing the cuts, you know, right. This, this shit, like, that's not going to make me a better barber. Right. That's not going to make me a better cosmetologist, you know, yeah. having all the top of the line, top of the line shit. If you don't know how to use it. Exactly. So that's, that's like kind of what I, so I don't have any, everything that I use aside from literally this, a duster. Yeah. Like <laughs> that everything here that I'm using is in the starter kit. Okay. And I mean, I don't plan on getting any upgrades until I feel as if I'm worthy to, to use them. Right. You know, you don't, it's just, it's not worth it, in my opinion. And that's why a lot of times you see these guys uh, that are just starting out and they got like, what, $300 pair of clippers, more than that. You know, yeah. Clippers are expensive. The high end ones, right? Dude, there's no need for you to invest that much money so early on. Like, that's not gonna make you any better, right? It's all about the skill. Yeah. Yeah. So now, what do you what do you prefer the the plastic guards or the metal guards? Uh, so a lot of people move in. A lot of people, from what I've seen, they like the plastic guards. Um, I've only ever used the plastic guards because mm-hmm. um, the metal guards, like, it's a whole, like, separate blade, you know? So, yeah. like, the way the metal guard, the way the plastic guard system works is, you know, you, you just have a lot more variability from what I've seen. Um, but like I said, I've never used them, so can't really say too much about them. But, I don't know. Yeah, the plastic guards work well. They uh, they got enough enough for for what I'm I'm looking for. Yeah. So. So what's this whole experience been like? You know, going to cosmetology school during a pandemic. You know, I'm sure you guys have been shifting from you know total online to some hybrid and back and forth. Uh-huh. Um, what's that been like? I mean, obviously, you know, you're probably where. If you were to do this, you know, a year ago, you know, you were definitely going to be in person, have probably a totally different experience, especially with like the amount of men's cuts you could get from inside the clinic. Yeah. So like, what's this experience been like for you and how have you had to adapt and overcome? It's been tough. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we're struggling in the schools just in the sense that we don't get that. Um, we don't get the opportunity to cut clients mm-hmm. um and like you get up you get these other schools there are schools that right now that are accepting clients but that's just because they have the capacity that we don't we have way more students than they do yeah um so like 
people don't understand that is that like other schools like are able to take clients because they don't have as many students as we do right which like that's just you know that's we are easily i mean bell capelli is easily the best cosmetology school in pittsburgh without a doubt yeah so like you it's just like i mean that's a trade-off i guess that right now because we have so many students we can't can't be taking clients like that right i mean that's something that i guess i'd be willing to sacrifice i'm you know you're getting we're getting a better education but because of the circumstances can't take those clients but i don't know i've been it's all about the grind outside like you should learn just as much outside as you do inside that's kind of where i've been at um i mean I'm learning more and more every day with clients that I'm cutting, and uh, every cut that I do is get is better and better each time. So, yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen the improvement. You know, I've been checking in on the Instagram page when you've been posting your stories and stuff. Yeah, I mean, the first the first cut I ever had, whenever I started cosmetology school, was you. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. Out on the balcony. Out on your balcony. That's <laughs> Let, let, the, let the hair blow yeah, all over the Street Deli. Dude, that was the most disgusting thing I think I've ever been a part of. We straight up were cutting hair out on his balcony and hair flying in the air into people's food from Great across the street. Gross. Oh, fuck. Hey, there was no cleanup, though. That's true. That's true. We had, life a lot easier. we had no cleanup. Yeah, so listen, so because we decided on the, uh, to, to blend in, yeah. I'm going to go up to a three. Okay. Which just makes it a little bit easier to blend. Okay. Um, I was letting you know. Not going to be, like, as tight as the two would be, but that's just what we have to do in order to get this blended. Okay. And like I said, I mean, hell, I don't know who, who's going to listen to this, like, might be a guy listening to it that's like, dude, this dude's an idiot. Like, you could just do this. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm still in school. I'm still learning every day. Like, I'm I'm trying to learn from anybody I can. Right. You know, so I'm not, like, acting like I, I got the fucking special sauce over here <laughs> that nobody else has. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning every day. Now... Like, do you, like, go on and, like, watch, like, YouTube videos, like, for, like, mm-hmm. extra stuff? Or, like, you know, what's, like, your, I guess, like, out-of-the-classroom, like, learning experience like? Yeah, so I'm I'm looking. I watch, uh, I watch cutting tutorials, fade tutorials. I watch it literally any chance I get. Yeah. Like, in school, out of school, late at night, taking a shit. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm watching. And it's fun. Like, it's yeah. fun. Like, I wish that I had the platform to do that. Maybe one day I will, you know. But right. it's, uh, it's I, I find that just enjoyable. And it's making me better, you know. Yeah. So, some of the guys that I watch, um, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody's familiar. Vic Blends, he, uh up and coming he's real young i mean i i shouldn't even say up and coming the man is 
I mean, he's got millions of followers on TikTok. That's kind of where he where he blasted off is on TikTok. Okay. Um, moved on to YouTube. Got a got like I would say like fifty thousand. I don't know at this point, but like fifty k subscribers right now on YouTube. Yeah. He's but he's he's more so on the personal brand side of things. Mm-hmm. He's moved away from the cutting aspect. Yeah. Um, which like is cool. It's cool, but like obviously he's more so for the what i what what i can aspire to like i mean he made it and he's 21 i think like he he was he's cutting nle choppa he's cutting rappers like on set all the time right yeah, so, that's pretty dope. that'd be that'd be one hell of an experience yeah without a doubt and i mean being so young like it's unheard of right but so I watch him more so for the for the lifestyle, like the lifestyle, personal brand type type look. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like in terms of cutting, I watch uh, a lot of for fades. I watch a lot of three sixty Jeezy. Okay. He's out in California, and uh, he's got like three million subscribers on YouTube, and his fades are are nice. Yeah, and I, it's crazy <laughs> to me. It is crazy to me. You read the comment section. He's got haters on there. Yeah. Like, I mean, hell, like, if these dude, if these dudes commenting have crispier fades, like the the, I don't know, man. I don't even know. That that shit is wild to me. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure there are dudes better than him, but in terms of like YouTube and tutorials and shit, he's he's pretty top tier. Yeah. Another guy that I really like is out based out in the UK, and he's more of like a a style type artist when it comes to men's cuts. In terms of like line design, so, or? no, no, no. So like, like three sixty G's, he's like straight fades. Okay. All right, but uh, Regal Gentleman is the name of the is the name of the uh, the channel, and he does more like. It's not. It's not about the fades. He does more like he could do anything from fades up to a long length haircut. Mm-hmm. So it helps me considering the fact that not all of my friends want fades. I've done. I do long hair too. Like yeah. I have a buddy. He has long hair, and I. I mean, I need to learn how to cut him too. Right. That's where I think cosmetology school benefits me. Is I can, I can do that. Whereas. Right. You get a lot of barbers right now, and I'm again. I'm not trying to hate. It's just my what I've seen and my personal experience. You get a lot of barbers out there that have they're. I mean, they're infants when it comes to using scissors. Yeah. And like, I mean, I don't know. I what do you think? Like, whenever I go to a barber shop, I feel as if that they they have no clue what they're doing with the scissors. Yeah, no, I've definitely have had that experience. I mean, it's taken me a while to find a good, like, consistent, yeah. like, haircut. Uh-huh. Like, I've bounced around to several different barber shops down uh-huh. in uh, Pittsburgh, like, yeah. in downtown. Yeah. And, like, the only, 
the only one I truly like and I've gone back to now a couple times is um, my boy uh, Kenny Sutton. He owns Game of Fades. Okay. It's over in Bloomfield. It's actually right up the street from where Dale's Pizza was. Okay. Um, the, him and then the two guys in his shop, they're pretty good. Like, they're pretty yeah. damn good. For sure. And Kenny Kenny has, like, real good clipper skills. Yeah. And, you know, when I walked in there the first time – and I hadn't had my top cut because when you cut it the first time, you just did the sides in the back. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. So like, I hadn't had my top cut in God since like March. Uh-huh. At this point, it was like Halloween time, so it's like what, like eight, almost eight months of just the top growing. Yeah. And I was like, hey man, like you know, I need some of the top cut off, and like, you know, he seemed to know what he was doing, like in terms of being able to blend the top in with yeah. the with the fade and stuff like that so mm-hmm. but yeah in past experiences there's been some barbers where even when i was like had my hair short on the top like how i used to have it uh-huh. it was like what the hell are you doing yeah. to the top of my head yeah. <laughs> it's like oh it's like choppy in this yeah 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 it's just it like i i don't know like i and, and it might just be the fact that Pittsburgh just the barber schools in Pittsburgh just aren't up to par with a lot of places, um, and like again, no disrespect, it's just what people say. Like, I I haven't heard of a single person that enjoyed their experience in barber school in Pittsburgh. Like, I mean, you get dudes that come to Bella Capelli because they don't want to be because they checked out the barber school and didn't like it. Yeah, like. Just... What are what are even like some of the um, like top barbering schools around here? Couldn't even tell you. Yeah, I was gonna say because like the only like schools I know have, are you guys, Empire, and um, what North Hills Beauty Academy. Yeah, those are all cosmetology schools. Right. Those aren't barber schools. You get barbering school in Pittsburgh. That's the only one I know. Okay. But like, I don't know, man. It's just like. It's, it's it's weird. I don't know. You hear again. I can't say. I never went to school there. It's just what I hear. Right. So. Yeah. Right now, I'm just working on the working on the fade. First thing you do, you want to set in your guidelines. That's the most. That's a very important step. You know. So, I. Uh, set in my guidelines, and then you want to just kind of work down. I, I like to work down. Um, so I, I, I work bottom up, but what I – some people, they flick out the line and then work up. Mm-hmm. I like to work – I like to go up and then work my, work my way down in each section. Okay. Um, so it's – So when you go to set a guideline, uh-huh. what do you – I mean, obviously, I'm assuming it depends on, like, what type of cut they're getting. Yeah. But generally speaking, you know, what are, like, your – where are the points, I guess, in which you place a guide and, like, what's it primarily used for? Yeah, so it depends on where you want the – depends on how high you want the fade first. Okay. Um, so you like a little drop fade. So I took you from – like your eyebrow here is where I set the bald line. Okay. All right. I come down 
to your occipital. Okay. And then back up to the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then usually you want to do about an inch, um, about an inch sections for each of your transitions. Okay. Um, meaning. Meaning like, I'm gonna start out with the with the trimmer. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll do the clipper. You have the lever here, right? Yeah. And you can open that up like, like this. Okay. All right. I mean, and that's gonna move the blade up or down. Okay. So when the blade's open, that means the blade is down, and you get a longer cut. If it's closed, the blade is up, and the moving blade, mm-hmm. and then that gets it tighter. Okay. All so right. one's more, like one's just more precise than the other one. It's is just that what I'm getting? Different lengths. Okay. So what I do is I start with the trimmer and I create my bald line. Right. And then I go in no guard open. And then I go one guard open. Mm-hmm. And I go two guard open. And then I kind of just flick out to the top. Okay. Um and then after that you you go in again. First you want to knock out that bald line. Yeah. Alright, so you go no guard and you just work. So like if I'm gonna I got my blade closed here, right? right? So I'm going to go in, I'm going to open it the whole way because that was my second guideline, mm-hmm. all right? And I'm going to just close it a little bit. I'll flick out, Yeah. all right? Just to soften the line, I'll close it a little more, flick out a little more, close it all the way. And then by the time I close it all the way, it should get the line out. Okay. Um, and then at the end of the cut, you go through, you detail, you know, you get the lines that you missed, you right. get the dark spots, all that shit. Um. So right now I'm uh, doing the second second line, which is with this half guard. Okay. Um, and this is a pretty important step because I think, in my opinion, this half guard, like, it definitely is the, the key to the transition, for me at least. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my personal opinion. Um, if you don't, if you don't get this half guard in, you're going to have a really harsh light to dark transition. Um, and that is not what you want. Now, what have you found to be like the easiest, um, I guess, like style to cut in terms of like considering the person's like hair color and then, you know, choice of like fade and stuff like what's, what have you found to have been the easiest, and what have you found to be the hardest? Um, so, I mean, obviously you get the guys that come in that don't like to uh, do anything crazy, and they uh, they just like a simple one length going up on the side and, you know, blending the top. Takes me about 20 minutes, yeah. 15 maybe, you know? And I feel bad because it's like, I, don't, I feel like they don't get the experience right. that like I'm giving people when I take my time with the fades. Right. Because it's like, I mean, obviously we're doing an interview. This is going to take a little bit just because I'm, I'm not focusing solely on the cut. I'm bullshitting, you know, we're trying to get these questions out. Um, but 
whenever, you know, if I'm cutting just straight up, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously I'm still bullshitting with the client. We're having a conversation, but I can, I can knock a haircut out 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, um, a good goal is to do a solid fade in 30 minutes. I'm just not there yet. It's totally yeah. I mean, okay. that takes practice. Yeah. So, which is kind of where I'm at now, but Now, do you do a lot, have you done a lot of, like, line work in terms of, like, adding designs in, or not yet? Nah, nah, most of the guys that I'm cutting aren't that crazy. Yeah. I mean, it'd be awesome to have that experience, but for where I'm at right now, it's just, that's not, that's not, that's not what I'm mainly focusing on right now. Right. I mean, that's a definite, that's a next step type of, type of deal. Right now, like, once you get your, like, groundwork like pretty set and like you're comfortable yeah. with doing everything like you know mm-hmm. from the fades to the top beards like i feel like the line is like really then it's like okay you take your expertise to like that next yeah, level you want to level up and like it's okay to take your time with you know your skill set because nobody's gonna hop in and be like the next greatest barber of all time from a couple months. Right. It's just not going to happen. These guys... Unless you're Porco. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Por- Porco, Porco knows the grind, too. I mean, I haven't talked to him about it yet. I would love to hit him up soon. But, like, I don't know what he wants to do with it. If he, if he's serious about it, then, like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great to talk to him about it. If you're just doing it for fun, that's totally cool, too. Yeah. But so then what are, I guess what are your plans with this as of right now? Yeah, like, so what are you are you looking are you still like actively looking for jobs with your chem degree or is this like kind of like the new path that you're on and like is this what you want to take your next step with? Yeah, I mean, I got I got a lot of options, right? Which is good. Like I don't I don't really know what my next move is. Um, like a really cool thing that I have that I have access to is we have a really great friend. Um, he's based out of Harrisburg, mm-hmm. um, master barber out in Harrisburg. And, um, I like, if I really wanted to take the next step with barbering, I know that I'm going to have to go out and hopefully apprentice with him. Yeah. Um, like, that's just the obvious next step for me if I wanted to continue with this. Um, but, I mean, it's everything's still on the table in, in terms of just, like, where I'm, where I can go. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I still have this kind of degree that I can work with. Yeah. Um, and who knows? Who knows where, where life's going to take me. I'm just kind of working with what's in front of me right now, and that's being in school and I can try my best to to become the the best the best barber I can, the best cosmetologist I can be right now. Right. You know, down the line, if I want to make the switch and I want to take the next step with barbering, then Harrisburg might be might be the place for me. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll see. I, I just I don't know yet. Can't I can't give you a straight answer on that one. Yeah.
All right, so fade's pretty much looking all right. You know, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to touch up some detailing, and that's cool too. Like everybody, everybody's gonna have the detail work. I'm gonna spin you around, show them just like show them the blend. You know, so yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, so it's uh, you know, we're getting there. It's gonna take a little bit, a little bit more work. The lighting in here isn't great, so you got the shadows, so don't be judging me too hard on it. <laughs> I promise you, it looks pretty buttery, but we can uh, we can work on detailing this up right now, and that's just about using the corners. You know, you want to look at the dark spots you got in here, and you just want to work your corners in, um, so pick out what you got dark in here work your corners and it just makes it and that's that's what sets you aside you know if you just go through and you just start blending and that's all you that's all you do like you're not gonna have that buttery outcome at the end and it's all about patience it's all about getting your eyes away from the blend at times to kind of readjust them it's it's a lot yeah there's a lot that goes into it more than just, you know, doing the cut. Well, yeah, I mean, dude, it's an art. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, I've always thought of, like, a, you know, a barber or hairdresser as an artist, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, my head's, the hair's your canvas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Barbers have a lot of power in there. A lot of power. Oh, for sure. They can make, I mean, make or break you. Yeah, I mean, have you ever just, like, walked out and, like, looked at your haircut and you're like, wow, this is not what I wanted. This is terrible. And you, yeah. it's like your self-confidence just kind of, like, gets yeah. a kick in the ass. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's tough, man. It's tough. You don't... You're rocking, you're rocking baseball caps mm -hmm. for the next two weeks mm -hmm. until it grows back enough that you can go get it fixed. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a hat person, man. I got these big ass fucking ears. Yeah. And I cannot yeah. rock a hat. So that's I mean, if I don't have a nice cut and I'm going out, it's it's not a good look for me. So but I'm I'm in between barbers right now too. Like yeah. I mean, that's the name of the game though. Like if you if you're the barber, you're the last person that's gonna get cut. Yeah. You know, so I don't have time right now. So is there just an endless line of barbers cutting other barbers? <laughs> Could be. Could be. I, I, I don't know. I haven't, uh, I mean, I'm sure if you're working in a shop, they're all cutting each other up. Like, right. You know, but, like, where I'm at right now, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't have anybody right now that I really trust to cut my hair. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't have, there's not a barber. I, I, like I said, I'm in between. I don't know. I was going to a shop. I'm like, I'm not going to name names, but like, and I've heard people complain about the shop as well. Like not just, not just me, but they, uh, you know, they just don't take the time to form the clientele. They don't, they don't take the time to form a relationship with you. Yeah. They don't take the time to you know really care about you at all and you people notice that shit yeah you know now what would you say is the most important thing involving like the haircut experience 
Is it like the conversations that you have? Is it the design, like you know your work, or is it a combination? What do you what do you said is like the most important thing um, for you, like as being like a professional within this field? Yes, it's without a doubt a combination. I mean, you have you definitely have to be a conversationalist. Nobody like people. People come to the barber shop. I mean, I think it's it's kind of have lost that, and you don't get a lot of that in Pittsburgh, just because like I don't know, we're not a we're not. I don't know. Like I wish it was like that. I would love for it to be like that, but there's you, the old school barber shop mentality is you go in, it's a home away from home. You know, you can go bullshit. People, you know, you get the old heads. They hang out there all fucking day. Right. Yeah, it's I like a know. community, like, yeah. gathering and, center. And I don't know of a single barbershop in Pittsburgh that I've been to that is like that. Yeah. I'm sure there are some. Like, don't get me wrong. But for me, I just haven't I haven't found that yet. I would, and I would love to find that. Yeah. Because that's, that's the type of barbershop I want to be in. Yeah, it's kind of like that... Um... What is it? Is it Friday Lights or Remember the Titans, where they meet? And I think it's Remember the Titans, where the like all after like the games and stuff, like all the dads and shit like meet in the uh, barber shop. Yeah. And like, and, like you always see, chop up and, exactly. You always see in the barber shop the old heads talking about the next up and coming guy that's gonna make it out of the city. Right. Like, and I don't know. I just don't. I don't see that in Pittsburgh. So. If anyone's got a barbershop like that, I would love to hear it. But, because I would love to be there. So, maybe, I mean, maybe that's where I need to be. Maybe I need to open up my own barbershop. But, like, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to be the, the little town barber. Yeah. I don't know if that's for me. So... We'll have to see. But so, um, what what's your experience been like? You know, since you've already went through schooling and got a degree and everything, and then coming back into school, obviously yeah. a different type of schooling, you know, comparative to you know getting a chemistry degree. Mm-hmm. What's uh what's been like the I guess like the adjustments in terms of just like how you learn, how you study, like. You know, yeah. that type of stuff. Because I know you guys still, like, take, like, tests and... Yeah, without a doubt. All that kind of stuff. So, what, what's that, like, I guess, experience like, you know, from a university setting to then, like, a what I would call... Um, what's, what's it called? Like, a skilled... Like yeah. A, like a trade. Like, a, almost like a trade trade school. Yeah, it's easy, man. It's, it's really... I mean, it's no comparison without it. Like... Obviously, I still gotta learn, and I am learning. But I mean, I'd be lying if I said it's hard as some of the chem exams that I've taken before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't have a hard time studying. Like, but I've always been a you know my head in the books type type person. Right. So it's not it's not tough for me. Yeah. Has the transition from like you know going from 
a full in-person experience like you had in college to this like hybrid slash online has that been a, an adjustment for you or you've kind yeah, of taken it without a doubt i mean it's gonna be an adjustment for anyone but i haven't it's it's really not that bad i mean people people talk about it like it's like oh my god like i can't do this and some people maybe they can't but for me it's if you're passionate about something, if you if you're trying to grind for something, then I mean there shouldn't be many excuses right. for why you can't do it. And I think the school has done a good job at like being able to say like I don't know there there shouldn't be many excuses for people on why they aren't successful. You know, like there are people. That say all the time, like, oh, I'm like, I'm not getting the education that I that I want. Like, I'm not going to be as prepared as other people for coming out of school. And I don't know, I think that that's bullshit because at the end of the day, it's all about adapting. Right. And if you can't adapt, then you weren't meant to be in it anyway. And that's with any field, not just cosmetology. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at on that. I think it's bullshit if, if you have any type of excuse. If you're going to blame something about not making it, and you're just like, you're just saying like, yeah, I uh, I don't want to put the time, I'm, I don't want to put the work in, so I can just blame it on somebody else if mm -hmm. it's not my fault. Right. And at the end of the day, if you can look at yourself in the mirror and really believe that, then... By all means, but I personally could not. Yeah. So I know, like the personally, like the most. I, honestly, I'd say the most difficult part about the like online rendition of school, because like this semester, I only had one class that remained hybrid for pretty much the entirety of yeah. the semester. Mm -hmm. The hardest part was honestly just like getting like being motivated for the day like mm -hmm. not so much like getting the work done mm -hmm. it was just more or less like i fell into this routine of like it's like oh i'm just i'm waking up i'm rolling out of bed right on to my laptop and then i'm just sitting there in like zoom lectures for you know six hours a day yeah and then it's like on top of that then I also have to spend like another like six hours still on the computer <laughs> mm -hmm. doing like the work then afterwards and I felt like I was just mentally like drained by the end of the semester from it no doubt no doubt yeah that's uh I mean being in front of the computer a lot that's that takes a toll on a lot of people yeah just like but, sitting yeah for that long you know what I mean just like not being able to like get up and just like walk from yeah. like one class to another just like like that nice like little like you know 10 minute break that you yeah. get to like walk in between classes or something or if you have like a little bit longer break like pop in the library grab a coffee mm -hmm. you know sit down for a minute or two see the see the blend see the blend yeah um so yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely tough because a lot of people, you know, it was built into their schedule for them. Yeah. And 
now you need to schedule yourself, you right. know? And, like, again, nothing's preventing you from doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just obviously a little bit tougher when it's not scheduled for you. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, what's your, what's your schedule like? Is it, like, uh, like, are you just, like, a set time, like, a nine to five, like, every, like, Monday through Friday? Like, what's your schedule been like? Yeah, so I'm, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, nine to four thirty. Um, you get a thirty minute, thirty minute lunch. So we're there for us. Uh, we're getting, we're clocking seven hours a day, thirty five hours a week. Okay. Um, and that maps out to right around nine months. So that's the program. It's okay. Be around, it's around nine months. All right, bro. So now, obviously. There's gonna be some length taken off, so just want you to want you to know mentally prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna be a lot. Don't worry, you yeah. still get the the slick back look. Okay. And you know, and if you want, I can also like, you know, I can style it so that you got, you know, you can also do like kind of like a not a comb over necessarily, but you can style your hair in a way in which it's you can you can do a lot with it. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So is that something that yeah, like you want it? Do yeah. you want do you want a set look or do you want variability? Um. Okay. Well, give what, lay out the difference in the options. Okay. So if I I can cut your hair, yeah, in the way that you're gonna wear it, which like the way that you're telling me right now how you're yeah. gonna wear it, which means which what? is the slick back. Okay. Which means what though? Which like, means that if you Am I get, like, if you wear it, so like I can cut your hair in the slick back look. Yeah. Okay. And it's gonna look great in the slick back look. Yeah. Right. But if I get. But if you do, if you like want to like lay it down, anyway, it's just gonna look like an undercut. Okay. Or what I can do, is I can cut you to which no matter which way you lay it, it's gonna blend. Now, it's obviously, the one way is going to leave a, a lot more length on the top. Which would be? Because I'm just, because I'm not going to be back? cut. Yeah, because I'm not going to be cutting anything from here up. Okay. All right. But if I give you this other, if I, if I cut it the other way, it's going to be a lot more versatile and you can mess around with different styles. Okay. So it just is up to you, and I know because this is a transition for you from from a different style that you were wearing before. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't. Uh, I want to give you as many options just in case you don't necessarily like the one. Like, maybe the the slick back isn't working for you. Okay. I want to. I want you to be able to. Let's do, do something else with it. Let's do the varied approach. Yeah. Um, I like that better as well. And, because I'll, and I'll keep as much length as I can on the top. Okay. No, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going to keep as much as I can. Just we're going to have to take off some in order to blend. Yeah, no, no, I, I got you. All right. Cool. So, uh, what, uh, what barbershop have you, have you been going to? So, uh, Game of Fades. Yeah, over yeah, in yeah, okay. 
And yeah, like I said, the guy that cuts my hair is the owner. His name's Kenny. Okay. Um, he started Jerry Hair Primetime downtown. Nope. Um, so it's a barbershop downtown by the um, 7 Eleven. Okay. Um, he started there, and I forget how long he said he was there for, but um, and then he just like branched off and decided to open up his own shop. Um, actually opened it like right. I think he said like right before COVID hit. Yeah. Um, like a month or two beforehand. Okay. And um, has survived. You know, has like done well yeah. enough to like you know keep keep up on his rent mm-hmm. and utilities and everything. But is obviously you know struggling more than he predicted. Yeah. Um, you know, just because with COVID and just like the shutdown and stuff, like people aren't out walking around mm-hmm. anymore, and you know, if it was pre-COVID times for his location, he'd definitely, I feel like, be seeing a lot more of that walk-in traffic, mm-hmm. um, just because of, like, his location being, like, pretty prime time, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but, you know, he seems, it seems like he has a pretty solid clientele, um, like, very loyal. Yeah. Um, Pretty much every time I go in there, I always see at least one person that I've seen there, like, during a previous haircut. Uh-huh. Um, so, I'd say, like, the loyalty factor is definitely there for him. Yeah. But, yeah, I like like I said, I pretty much, I bounced around to, from several different barbershops in my time of living down in the city. Mm-hmm. And um, so far, I think this is probably, like, my... All, like my definitely my favorite and my go-to yeah um mostly too just like he he always just finds a way to like fit me in too nice and it's just like every time i walk in it's just like hey you know like he we, remembers you yeah he remembers me yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like the he's yeah. definitely he definitely knows how to build and maintain relationships mm-hmm. you know like very comfortable person to talk to yeah um you know it's just like everything that is like that that shop to me offers like that well-rounded experience where it's not like I'm just going sitting in a chair, you know, kind of thing. Uh-huh. And I'm in and out in like thirty minutes. Yeah. I mean, when I go, it's usually like I'm there for like at least an hour. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That uh, how much is he charging you if you don't mind me asking? Uh, for so like when I go get the when I get what was it, the last time with. The fade and the little bit he took off the top and the beard, mm-hmm. tip included, was like uh, 35. Nice. So, I mean, I found that to be like that. That's a pretty stand. That's actually a little bit lower than I was paying at some shops. Some mm-hmm. shops, and that's like what tip included was like 40, 45. Mm-hmm. So he's a little bit on the um, lower side, but I feel like he gives me a nice deal. One just one, I'm a student still, mm-hmm. and two, we've talked about um, getting him on the pod as well. Nice. And um, helping him, like, set up with a, a website and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, definitely a great guy to know. And Yeah. Um, next time you need a cut. I would love to check him out. Yeah. For sure. He's, they, um, they use, uh, what's it called? Not the cut. Um, Booksy? Okay. I think is what that app is called. Yeah, I mean all these barbers they got their own. They got they got apps that they that they use. Right. So yeah, no, I mean I can I can grab his information from you another time. 
my thing is like what I like to I don't know for me personally mm -hmm. there is in this again I don't want to disrespect anybody but there's not a, a single barber in Pittsburgh in my opinion that has the right to be charging any more than $30 for a cut yeah and that was a big problem that I had with my old barber shop is okay because the way that this the way that you set up a price for your cuts mm -hmm. is you are you base it off of how busy you are ultimately right. um, if you got a lot going on you got a full book then by all means you gotta raise your price all right because you gotta start you know you're too busy. All right, so you, that's that's just basically that's just it's supply and demand, right? Ultimately, um, and whenever uh, I don't know, it's just you get a lot of these barber shops that they'll start just like randomly upping the price on you, mm -hmm. and it's like, first off, you're not doing that good of a job. I promise you that. <laughs> like, in no way. Do you deserve to be uh, charging me that much for a cut? Yeah. Like, that's just, you know. Yeah, like, in my opinion, I would say, like, that for standard, like, fade, you know, everything like that with, like, like a fade in a, in a trim on the beard. Yeah. Like, to me, like, that $30, $40 range mm -hmm. seems right. Mm -hmm. Then obviously, like if you're getting design put into your head, like that's obviously gonna chart, like bring the charge up. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I, I I agree. Like for a fade and for a trim of the beard, like if I'm paying more at the base, like without the tip included, more than like forty, mm -hmm. then I'm like, hmm. you know, yeah. Unless it's like the best fucking haircut that I've ever gotten. I was cut with God's shears, <laughs> you know. So here's here's my thing <laughs> is that. Guys know how to take care of their barbers, all right? And they know that their barbers, they, they have a lot of power in terms of what they can do for you. Yeah. I mean, but what happens is that you get these guys that they don't give a shit. It's all about the money to them. And they want to just, I mean, I the last barbershop I was at, they just straight up were like random times. Like, hey, it's going to be like five bucks more this time. Yeah. It's like, what the f Like, like well, you're not, yeah. it's not like you're doing any better. You don't even know my name. Like, relax. I know your barbershop's not doing that well. Right. Like, I've been around the game for not, not just cutting hair. Like, I mean, we've been in the beauty industry for a long time, my family. I know when a business is thriving. Right. So, I don't know. I just think that if you're going to be, you got to be straight up with your clients. And at the end of the day, if you take care of them, they take care of you. Yeah. Like when I had a barber shop, when I was, I had a barber when I was in college. All right. She was fantastic. All right. And she had a great deal for the students, $14 cuts. You slide her a 20 at the end of the day, everything's golden. Right. All right. And I, I mean, 
I took care of her when she took care of me. So, like, I'd always slide her a 20, but sometimes, like, holidays come around and shit, like, I'll, I'll give her 40. Like, yeah. I'll, t- you know, like... Or she put you in a pinch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, if she's going to do something, like, and, and that's just about having a relationship with someone that's, like, not even business, necessarily. Right. But it's like, you got to be, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of, there's just a lot that goes into it. And I think a lot of these guys, a lot of times you see, and it's unfortunate that they just care about the money. Yeah. It's like they're overlooking every other part of the experience Mm -hmm. because they're like, oh, you know, as long as I give them that, that the haircut that they want, it's decent enough, you know, Mm -hmm. I have all the right to charge what I'm charging mm-hmm. or, you know, they can go find somebody else. So. Yeah, it's looking crisp. Yeah, it's cut up top. Yeah. I just, uh, like I said, I, I blended it. I, so I didn't, this is just called like, it's just an overall even cut. You know, I blended it on both sides. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in the back, um, and that way, if you want to put it this way, mm-hmm. it's going to blend in on this side. Okay. You know? Yeah. So if you want to put it this way, it's going to blend in. Okay. All right. If you want to put it this way, it's going to blend in. All right. Yeah. If you want to put it back, it's going to blend in. Nice. All right. Nice. Versatility, Mike. Yeah. Versatility. That's all it is, man. Name of the game. That's all it is. <laughs> So I'm just gonna, you know, clean clean some things up. Now how uh how much of off the top do you think you took off? Uh well you had a, you were pretty uneven to be completely honest. Yeah. Um so I took off like I would say from this side of your head. Yeah. It was pretty uneven. I took off like <laughs> you Holy that. fuck! Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's, is like all the platinum gone out of my head now? It's too? pretty close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you definitely don't have that fucking e boy look anymore. <laughs> but that's that's probably a good thing being a teacher. Yeah, dude. You know, I took. I think I dyed that shit like right at the end of July too, yeah. or early August. I remember you texted me. You wanted me yeah, to tone it. tone it for you. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to yourself <laughs> no it was all right i rocked it for a little bit yeah no i mean i didn't mind it I Pur- once i got the purple shampoo in there after like about like a yeah. couple uses with the purple shampoo uh-huh. it toned it down and with the sun bleach in it yeah it didn't look awful yeah no, I, I mean i wasn't mad about it but it's a it's a it's it's a it's a crapshoot when you're using box dye. Yeah, you really don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I heard it like really ruins your hair. Yeah, it's <laughs> not it's not the best quality. Yeah, you know. So whenever you have, you know, you don't, and obviously you don't know how to. You don't. You're not. You don't know how to do your hair. Like you don't know how to color your hair. You're not. You, you're not educated in it. Right. You know, and that's what a lot of people don't understand is that they want to, you know, try out all these things, but like, 
you don't know how it works. Right. You know, so you're just throwing chemicals in your hair. You can really fuck yourself up. And, like, it's bad. And it makes it ten times harder for an for a actual licensed professional to come in and fix it. Right. Yeah, that's like, uh, I think it was my sister. She was like, you know, why don't you just go get it fixed? And I was like, no, nah, you know, I'm just going to let my hair grow and just get it all cut out and mm-hmm. be back to my base. Because you can't dye back to your base color. I mean, you can, like, it'll just never match correctly. Yeah, I mean, you could give it a shot, but ultimately, yeah, you're going to have to. Like, you can get it very close, mm-hmm. but it'll never, like, that dyed part would never die to like back to the base color of your hair for sure especially with mine because it's just it's that Mm -hmm. i got a weird like blonde Mm -hmm. brown mix Mm -hmm. and then also another thing is just like if you just want to like be casual about it like put some product in there and it can just be like like that like you know it's yeah. there's a lot of versatility with the with this look okay. i, I kind of like that yeah personally that's that's uh like the bed head messy top right you know i mean i could put i'll put some product in it for you yeah well, yeah we'll style it up style yeah. it up but let me uh brush you on here Now what's now? Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. COVID and everything. I yeah. know you had a lot of events planned for the stoop. Yeah. Where Where are those at? Uh, you know, where um, Where Where are you at with those? As of right now, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we threw the virtual benefit back in August, right? Which was supposed to be an in person block party. Mm-hmm. Um, had to pivot at kind of the last minute. Um. But as of right now, you know, as you know, moved out of the stoop, mm-hmm. moved back home. Parents, uh, due to the student teaching, just needing to save up some money as I end my career here in college so mm-hmm. I can step out if I need to mm-hmm. in terms of, like, getting a job. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the next step, um, so, like, I'm looking at either getting the Ford Transit or I've also been like kind of debating on getting a, a short school bus okay. um, and converting it um, into like a mobile podcast, like studio slash just like uh, my like workspace. Yeah. Um, and using it on weekends and stuff as like a, like a camping like thing, you know, and then do some road tripping and stuff. So basically like taking the podcast on the road, it's like the next step mm-hmm. um, in terms of events um i'm gonna try and plan another benefit for this summer Mm -hmm. um hopefully like my goal is to do it again like that late july early august Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping by then like small venue concerts would be like allowed like that stuff's gonna be like back Mm -hmm. um but if not you know we know how to do online shows now I have a better platform in which to broadcast them now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if needed, then, you know, we'll pivot online again like we did this past one. Yeah. Um, you know, first one raised over five, a little over $500. Mm-hmm. 
it was split amongst the four um, nonprofits that we partnered with. So um, next goal is obviously to double that. Yeah, of course. You know, try and hit over a thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, switch up the lineups, get different people involved, um, add some things in. Like I'd like to, I'd like to add like some more choreographed dancers, mm-hmm. um, a couple more comedians, just like. Maybe even just try and extend it into like a two day, like a part one and a part two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I got the ideas. I got the game plan. Real quick, do you want me to trim up the whole beard just to get it even? Or do you, you cool with this and you just want me to kind of fade in and line up? Um, yeah, even roll out. Okay. Yeah. Still keeping it a lot of length on here, just so you know. It's I'm putting, just making sure you know you don't you don't, you don't got any stragglers right. and shit. Yeah. We'll, uh, making it look crisp. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're looking up. Yeah, I fucking I hate clean shaving anymore. Yeah, I just I I was growing out the beard, and. uh Decided to, to clean shave it, just you know, give it give it a, a fresh canvas to grow on again. Yeah, I don't mind doing a a clean shave if like I go like Kenny does the, the straight razors. Yeah, like I don't mind getting that done mm-hmm. if I want the clean shave. But anymore, when I use like my razor, yeah, I just get I just break out anymore. Yeah, I hear you. And like it just like. I don't know. I'm just like, why, why clean shave? Yeah. I'm gonna break out. I'd rather just keep, keep the beard, mm-hmm. on. You know what I mean? Just keep it looking professional. Yeah, I mean the beard look like you, you can grow it. A half decent, half decent beard. So yeah, you can definitely still keep it professional. Just gotta obviously get it lined up every once in a while and you know, trim it down. I'm sure you got your own pair of home pair of clippers or something at home. Dude, I thought I knew it good. It's definitely a nice investment just to like work on the beard at home, you know. Yeah, I wanna get the manscape. Yeah, man, I, I haven't I haven't used one yet, but I only heard good things. So Because I've had this Phillips one, mm-hmm. but it's kinda starting to shit the bed. Uh, for real. Yeah, it's just I noticed like the, like it just it's like jammed up, mm-hmm. and it like creates like a choppy cut. Gotcha. It's this. It's not. It honestly, kind of just fucking hurts using it. It's like almost like pulling the hair out. Really. Instead of like cutting. Yeah. I mean, it was only like a thirty dollar, like clipper. Yeah. That I got on Amazon, but yeah, I definitely need to make the investment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely a solid investment to make. So for you to use the straight razor, you would have to go to the barbering program, right? right? Correct. 
You can, there's not just a straight razor license. <laughs> nah, there's not, unfortunately. Damn. <laughs> I would love, I mean, that would be the idea. That would just make things so much easier. Yeah, it's just ass. I gotta go through another however many hours. Right. Just to get that. They're up here to eat the edges too, looking nice and crispy. Now, see, like, you know how you one touched us up on mm -hmm. the side? Yeah. If I if a barber didn't automatically go and do that, by the end of the cut, I already know I'm not coming back. Dude, <laughs> That's honestly one of the things that pisses me off is when I have to ask the barber to do that. Yes, bro. It's, it's like, like, it's like, it's crucial, like, man. Yeah. It's crucial. You just did all the, all this hard work, putting a nice fade in, you know what I mean? Like, blending shit, and like, you're not going to press the edges? Mm -hmm. It is a crucial point of the cut, without a doubt. And like obviously, the straight razor just like crisps it that much more. And unfortunately, with where I'm at, I cannot offer that. But eventually, I'll get there, you know? Mm -hmm. And like you said, you'll get there. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like you need to build. Yeah, you, you have to become solid with your foundation before you start mm -hmm. trying to take on too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was talking to my cousin the other night, and you we were just talking about how with today's day and age, like people, they're always looking for that instant gratification. You know, they can't. They they want to be the best of the best right now right you know and i fall into that too don't get me wrong like i without a doubt get into that habit where i'm like damn i wish i could just you know that get rich quick scheme right let me just uh i gotta figure it out 
And, and, and that's tough because you see it on YouTube, you know? All these kids our age see it on social media. These kids that are doing fucking nothing and making millions of dollars for it. TikTok stars. Kids 18 years old making millions of dollars. And we see that every day. And we're like, fuck. <laughs> Why can't that be Why me? Why can't that be me? Why didn't my TikTok blow up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he's not doing anything special. But at the end of the day, he's doing what you're not fucking doing what right. he's doing. You know? It's, it's going to take work. It takes effort. Yeah. Every single time. It takes, no matter what you do, there's no get rich quick scheme. Like, any, any, anybody that's making any sort of money, it takes effort. That's what a lot of kids don't understand. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I fall into that trap as well a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I admit it. But at the end of the day, having that self-awareness and being like, I know it's going to take work. I know it's going to take effort. So yeah, I mean it's all about respecting the process. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like obviously it'd be nice if you could snap your fingers and boom, mm -hmm. it happens overnight. But then it's like, do you really then appreciate what it took to get there? Mm -hmm. All right. So let me just tell you real quick how you're about to do this. All right. So. I like this, like I said, this is a great look, mm -hmm. just messy, it's even on all sides, blended, Yeah. alright, all you gotta do. Now what are you using? Some, this is some, it's called Maver Dry Paste okay. by Paul Mitchell. Yeah, flash it up. On the yeah, camera. it's gonna be backwards, but Maverick Dry Paste, um, and this is all you need, listen, this is the biggest mistake is people, they put so much fucking product in their hair, alright? That much. All right. Just a dab on the finger. That's it. All now, right. is this a like a matte finish? A yeah, gloss? matte finish. Yeah, matte finish. All right. Rub it all throughout your hands. Mm -hmm. All right. And literally just start in the back. All right. And then work your way forward and just pull all that hair up. Mm -hmm. All right. You want it, you want to rub it through your fingers because that's how you're running your fingers through your hair. Right. You know? So you want to run it. Get it all through the hair. All right, and then you just you just work, pick it pieces. All right, just pick it pieces until you get the desired result that you like. You know, mm -hmm. doesn't have to. It's not a. It's not a process. You know, it's not a. It's not a long ass fucking process you got to go through. You know, it's real quick. I know people. No, do you suggest? Wetting the hair? No. Dry okay. hair? Dry hair. Okay. All right. When you put product in your hair, dry. All right? Because what's going to happen to your hair when it's wet? It's going to dry. If you put product in your hair while it's still wet, you're going to do it up the way that you want it to stay. And then guess what? It's going to dry and it's not going to look like that anymore. Right. All right? So you want to do it dry. And that way, it'll... It'll be perfect, just how you want it, all day. Now this is a this isn't a super heavy hold. Mm -hmm. All right, so you're still gonna be able to have some movement in here. Okay. But if you do want a heavier hold, there are products for that. 
also, you know, don't be afraid. You can use it. Use a little bit of hairspray if you want. It's not that big of a deal. But that's a look, my brother. Hey, that's a look. Just like, yeah. I'll bring it up to the camera. Yeah. Woo! Ooh, damn, I'm sexy as shit. <laughs> Very even cut. Can yeah. be as professional or casual as you'd like. Dude, my hair look got like real curly. Yeah, too. man. That's that's the power of the product as well. Damn. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. fade. Yeah. Okay, okay yeah. Mike. Ooh. All right, yeah. bro. That's a cut. Hey, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Hey, get you all. Uh, you all heard it here first. You get these, you get these guns out, baby. <laughs> Y'all heard it here. Uh, make sure to, you know, hit up Mike if you need some cuts, you need some practice. Um, Mike, why don't you go ahead and drop your socials? That way, people know where to find you and hook up with you. Yeah. So um, I got a, I got a, I got a hair page. If you want to follow that, Mike D Styles. Um, I don't post too much on it. I probably just start posting more, honestly. But if you want to get a hold of me, schedule a cut. Uh, just look me up at Mike D Sabato, M I K E D E S A B A T O, um, on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Uh, shoot me a DM and work something out. You know, I'll come. I I've been traveling mm -hmm. for my cuts um, nice. personally because I'm out in Robinson and I live in Plum right now. So as I come home every day, yeah. I'm passing every part of Pittsburgh. Right. So okay. if you're around the Pittsburgh area, you know, hit me up, work something out, shoot me a DM. That's all it takes. All right, man. Hey, again, appreciate it. Always brother. As always, always make sure to tune to our website at www.legendsofthesteep.com. Check out our episodes and the services that we provide. And don't forget to use the promo code hashtag steep legends. Uh, for follow the trees, ride the vibe to get your discount on all CBD products and merchandise. Until next time, this is Mike Pernice. Thanks for stopping by the stoop. <laughs> <laughs>